Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. Flames and the smoke. I have a tape recorder in my hand. Now nobody would think of doing that. The newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here is your host, Stan Bunger. You know, most of the episodes of the News Vault podcast have focused on a big event, a big story, something momentous, something memorable. But I thought for this episode, we would kind of go the other way. Not to call any day of news mundane, but this was just an ordinary day. Another day uh, in the 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week life of an all-news radio station. For this episode, we go back to 2000, October 22nd, 2000, to be precise. It was a Sunday afternoon, 4 to 5 p.m., and what we have here is an air check of the KCBS All News product on that afternoon. The anchorman, Dave Padilla, a longtime KCBS reporter and anchor. The major stories of the day related to a windstorm that had done quite a bit of uh, power outage damage in Oakland and helped drive a wildfire in the Oakland Hills, not too far from where the October 1991 firestorm destroyed thousands of homes and killed 25 people. It wasn't that bad this time, but it did dominate the news on Sunday, October 22nd, 2000. It's 4 o'clock. CBS News. I'm Jim Shenavy. Palestinian leader Yasser Arafat has a response for Israeli Prime Minister Barak's timeout in the Middle East peace process. My response is our people is continuing their road to Jerusalem, the capital of our independent Palestinian state. To accept or not to accept, let him go to, to hell. Aryeh Mechel is with the Israeli Foreign Ministry. Well, we are, I think, beyond, you know, that, that stage in which we care to respond to, to his comments. New violence today in the territory. CBS News correspondent Kimberly Dozier in Ramallah. The situation has escalated from tear gas and rubber bullets. There are more Palestinians on this side of the confrontation carrying weapons, Kalashnikovs and handguns. The Israelis say when they see someone pointing a gun at them, they're going to take them out. At least four more Palestinian deaths have been reported. Secretary of State Albright has arrived in North Korea. She's to have one-on-one talks with communist leader Kim Jong-il. Albright was greeted at the airport by, in Pyongyang by Kim Gai-Guan, an eight-year-old armed with a bouquet of flowers. T-minus a little more than two weeks now until the election. And, well, the new CBS News New York Times poll shows George W. Bush maintaining a slight lead over Al Gore, 44 to 42 percent. CBS News Deputy Director of Surveys, Sarah Dutton. Bush supporters have become much more enthusiastic about their candidate, while, in fact, Gore voters have become uh, less so. Um, 54 percent of people who are voting for Bush say they're really enthusiastic about their candidate, but only 39 percent of those who are voting for Gore say the same about him. Vice President Gore out again today, stumping for votes, this time in New Mexico. CBS News correspondent Bob Fuss is there. Vice President Al Gore shaking hands in a light rain here at the new Hispanic Cultural Center in Albuquerque, appearing with the band Los Lobos, reaching out to Hispanic voters in New Mexico. It's a close race here in this state, and in several other key states, the Hispanic vote is very important and being heartily courted by both candidates. Bob uh, CBS News with the Gore campaign in Albuquerque. Two people are dead, a third seriously injured after an explosion at a natural gas storage facility near Longview, Texas. People living in a three-mile radius had to evacuate out of concern for a second tank containing thousands of gallons of butane. It might explode. Space Shuttle Discovery, it's still up there. Today's planned landing waved off because Mother Nature refused to cooperate. The winds aren't going to cooperate today, so we've called the uh, landing attempts off for today. They'll try again tomorrow, weather permitting. Last week, the Colorado Avalanche's Patrick Waugh was honored for setting an all-time record for victories by an NHL goaltender. Today, he was arrested. Waugh is being held for investigation of domestic violence in Greenwood Village, Colorado. Police responding to a 911 call in which the caller hung up without saying anything. Michelle Waugh told arriving officers the two had been involved in a verbal dispute. But apparently, the house had been trashed, prompting his arrest. This is CBS News. 
land of cynics. We don't believe anything anymore. You know why? Because we've been told we've won a million dollars. That it's new and improved. That it slices and dices. That our favorite singer is still alive. That we'll be prosecuted if we cut off the tags. And of course that everything is back with a 100% money back guarantee. So when we hear the words customer service, we don't believe it. Travelocity isn't surprised if you're a little skeptical when they say they have excellent customer service. And that there's actually a pleasant face behind this website. A living, breathing person with a supercharged computer full of answers. Someone who's willing to help when you get lost. And most of all, someone that will actually pick up the phone when you call with a question or a concern. Customer service is just another example of how Travelocity puts you in control of travel. Chances are you'll never have to use it, but it's good to know it'll be there if you need it. Travelocity.com. Go virtually anywhere. There was a lot of huffing and puffing in Washington, D.C. today as the city hosted the 25th running of the Marine Corps Marathon. Reporter Neil Augenstein of CBS Radio Affiliate WTOP was out there hoofing it, at least for a stretch. I'm no runner, but it's very thrilling here. Coming down, crossing now 33rd Street. The people are cheering for the runners uh, and looking at the idiotic reporter who's uh, intruding on this entire thing. There's people holding signs. One person just held a sign that says, Tony, only 18 more miles to go. And it feels like how long I've already run. Navy Lieutenant Richard Cochran of Harpswell, Maine, won the race. It was also marred by the death of a 54-year-old runner from Maryland who apparently suffered a heart attack at the two-mile mark. The Chicago Marathon was held today, and it, too, had a death, a 45-year-old man collapsing and dying at the 22-and-a-half-mile mark. No word on the cause of death. Khalid Kanuchi won the race in a record time of two hours, seven minutes, one second. Jim Shenavey, CBS News. You're listening to KCBS All News 74. All news, all the time. It's 4.05 at KCBS. Going to be clear, cooler, with decreasing winds tonight. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Padilla in the news this hour. Fires all across the Bay Area today, including one in San Jose, which destroys one home and burns several others. Big delays at SFO, but things may be getting back on track. And power outages continue to plague the entire Bay Area region. More on those stories coming up, plus traffic and weather together, sports at 15, financial news at 25. KCBS News Time, 4.06. A 10-acre fire that threatened many homes in the Oakland foothills is just about out now. KCBS's Doug Sovereign joins us live from Oakland with the latest. Doug? Well, Dave, officially it's 85% controlled now with some smoky flare-ups here and there. It started uh, just before noon when a eucalyptus tree dropped onto some power lines here on Clarewood Drive in the Broadway Terrace Upper Rock Ridge neighborhood, not far from where the Oakland Hills firestorm stopped nine years ago this weekend. Karen Meyer came running outside to see the groves of trees across from her house in flames. It was just sort of like big torches. The flames were just blowing up the trees and big torches. We're on a ridge in Mountain View Cemetery now looking down where the flames are burning down towards the uh, coaches playfield on Moraga in the town of Piedmont and it is still the wind picking this thing up and billowing clouds. You can see flame at the base of the, of the smoke cloud. Firefighters putting water on it. They are in among the trees and working their way down this hill to try to get a handle on this thing. Well, maybe we better pack just in case because you never know which way the wind's going to turn. But luckily for Dick Normington and hundreds of his neighbors, the wind kept the flames in Mountain View Cemetery, sparing their homes. Again, the fire contained and almost controlled at this hour. Live in the Oakland Hills, Doug Sovereign, KCBS All News 74. And things seem to be getting Back to normal at San Francisco International Airport, where winds created some big problems today earlier. Uh, joining us on the KCBS Newsline right now is Airport Duty Manager Abe Eglin. Mr. Eglin, uh, we thank you for joining us. I know earlier today we were talking about three-hour delays. Uh, are we still talking about that now? No, things are uh, pretty much back to normal uh, right now, Dave. In fact, um, uh, we were anticipating those delays. We did get into a, um, a short uh, ground stop and flow control uh, program uh, before noon. However, it was uh, short-lived. So can passengers pretty much depend on uh, departing and on time? Right now, that's, that's uh, correct. All right. Well, we thank you so much for joining us. That is uh, a duty airport manager, Abe Eglin, who uh, was reporting to us from San Francisco International Airport, saying that the delays that they had earlier today are uh, no longer a problem as the airport is is getting back on schedule and back on track and passengers can depart at their scheduled time. Thank goodness for that. KCBS News Time, 4.07.
408. Let's check your traffic right now as we say good afternoon to Michael Magali. Thank you, Dave. Good afternoon once again. Good news as we'll continue the trend in Pacifica, northbound 1 past Manor Drive. All lanes have been open now. We had an overturned crash there, and it has been removed. The highway patrol has departed the scene. Westbound 92, though, still a crawl headed out towards Half Moon Bay. Easy for me to say from 280 out towards Highway 1. A lot of folks headed in and out of the pumpkin farm there just before Highway 1. San Lorenzo looks like we're status quo. South 880 past Hesperian. The two right lanes shut down by a jackknife gravel truck that apparently struck a wall on the right shoulder. Traffic is backed up from at least 98th Avenue on the approach. There are three other crashes reported in that general vicinity, but everything off to the shoulder. Only that one significant crash for you. And your Golden Gate Bridge update. Southbound traffic now backed up through the Waldo Tunnel to the Sausalito side. Northbound, though, is looking good if you're leaving San Francisco. Your next update, 418 on the traffic leader, KCBS. Going to be clear and going to be cool tonight with decreasing winds. Overnight lows in the mid-30s to low 50s. Tomorrow, sunny, breezy, and warm. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News 74. And this here is what I call my biggest oil exploration project ever. Wow, this is big, Paul. Uh-huh. Biggest oil rig ever built. Solid wood. <laughs> you feel that rumbling? Yeah, it's starting to make me feel a little nervous, though. You don't know much about oil, do you, Paul? No, it's just that I was thinking... What are you getting at? It's just that this doesn't sound like oil about to start gushing, Pa. Huh? Sounds more like a bunch of buzz saws. Are you saying what I think you're saying? Uh-huh. Hello, Clark. We need you. If you have termites, just dial Clark Pest Control at 1-800-WE-NEED-YOU. We'll be there fast. Clark. Clark Pest Control. I heard a desperate cry for help. Whether it's termites or other harmful pests, you can rely on Clark Pest Control. Check us out on the web at weneedyou.com. Look, Pa, no more termites. Just remember, dial 1-800-WE-NEED-YOU, and I'll be there. Thanks, Clark. We needed y'all. KCBS News Time 410. Utility crews are working to restore power to some 20,000 homes and businesses in the Bay Area. Maureen Bogues with Pacific Gas and Electric says the warm, windy, dry weather is to blame. We get obviously a lot of high wind and you get uh, a lot of branches in the lines um, and we get some poles down, that kind of thing. Uh, tends to cause a lot of outages. Certainly can't blame uh, PG&E for that. Bogue says extra utility crews have been called in to speed up repairs. No estimate as to when power will be fully restored. And you can chalk up the Chabot Science Center as uh, another casualty of the high winds. Gene Kwan, Oakland School Board member and co-chair of the center, says a power outage there forced the Oakland facility to shut down around 2 o'clock this afternoon. On a Sunday, we can have anywhere between five to 800 people. And we've just had to close the center and give refunds to the people who were there. She hopes the center will be able to reopen tomorrow. Firefighters in the South Bay are mopping up a major four-alarm wildland fire in East San Jose. We get the details now from KCBS's Mike Colgan. The 1.39 a.m. fire forced the evacuation of dozens of residents on and around Doral Drive near Alum Rock Park. Buddy Rogers was one of the evacuees. I was scared that I was going to be trapped. And what if the fire indeed did come across the street? And, uh... I see fire trucks out in front of our house. Fire Department spokesman Mark Mooney said high winds helped spread the fire. This fire started in the east foothills of San Jose. Uh, it's approximately halfway up the, the hillside. Uh, it's in a very uh, difficult area to gain access. Uh, this has some of the similarities of the Oakland fire that we had years ago with the terrain and the houses uh, making it very difficult. One home was destroyed in the fire. That home belonged to Joe Gallo. It's rough. But I'm alive to start again, so... Uh, that's that's the main thing, and there were no, there was no one else in the house. Three other homes were also damaged in San Jose. Mike Olgan, KCBS All News, 74. Three people suffered minor injuries today while trying to brave the high winds in a four-seat aircraft. The plane, a single-engine Cessna 172, crashed at Half Moon Bay Airport at around noon. An FAA spokesperson says the plane was taking off when it suddenly slammed back onto the ground, ran off the runway, and crashed into a fence. The plane was badly damaged. Heavy winds may have been a factor in that accident. 
And there's a big wildfire burning up uh, north that started in Lake County and then spread to Napa County. It's charred more than 3,000 acres. It began late yesterday afternoon. Very long list of cooperators. We have fire agencies from all over the state of California. Uh, currently, we're working with the local agencies that include the Calistoga Police and Fire Department. Uh, the fire is not imminently threatening, threatening the town of Calistoga, but of course, we include uh, all the players in the area and keep them informed at all times. Janet Marshall with the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection says high winds are making it difficult for the 1,000-plus firefighters on the scene. As we've said, it's been a rough day for Bay Area firefighters. Strong winds either ignited or helped to fuel grass fires that have popped up from one end of the bay to the other. We've got the sports line coming right up. Some uh, good news for the Raiders. Some not-so-good news for the 49ers. Hurry into Parrot Cellular and play Let's Make a Deal. Choose door number one, two, or three, or get greedy and choose them all. Hi, this is Monty, I mean Matt Fidium, inviting you to grab on a huge savings during Parrot's fabulous Let's Make a Deal fall blowout. Door number one, donate 20 bucks to Special Olympics. Get a free Nokia 5190, free mobile-to-mobile calling to other Pacific Bell wireless phones through year-end, and three free movie rentals from Blockbuster. Door two, our Noah's Ark special. Climb aboard two-by-two two with a friend. Activate Pacific Bell wireless pure digital PCS service, and you'll both get on-the-spot $25 in-store merchandise credits. Door 3. Trading that beat-up old cell phone on amazing new phones just arrived from Nokia or Ericsson. Small, beautifully designed, and powerful. Free phone deals are everywhere, but only Parrot gives you three great ways to save. Even free mini voicemail with Parrot Pager Service. It's Parrot's fabulous let's-make-a-deal fall blowout. Call 1-800-700-TALK for the Parrot nearest you. One-year service agreement and credit approval required. $30 activation fee and $150 termination fee apply per user. Other conditions apply. Parrot is a Pacific wireless authorized agent. Coming up on KCBS, there are some possible problems creeping up with the new Muni contract that was approved by the drivers. We'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. KCBS News Time, 415. That's time now for the latest in sports. Here's CBS. Sports Central USA, I'm Byron Kerr. The Redskins rolling in Jacksonville. Brad Johnson, three touchdown passes to Albert Connell. Play action, looks upfield, throws, got Connell at the 45 to the 50, 45, 40, gets a block, 30, 20, 15, 10, touchdown! 77 yards, touchdown pass from Brad Johnson to Albert Connell. Westwood one's Harry Callis with the call. About three minutes left, Redskins lead at 35-16 over Jacksonville fourth quarter. Pittsburgh has shut down Cleveland 22-0 late fourth quarter. Oakland over Seattle 31-3. Joe Salvador with the story. The Raiders win their fourth in a row as they destroy the Seahawks 31-3. Rich Gannon fires three TD passes, two to Tim Brown, while Tyrone Ridley rushes for 156 yards, including an 80-yard TD run. Oakland's defense holds Seattle to just a 44-yard field goal by Ryan Lindell as Oakland 6-1 for the first time since 1990 after a 31-3 route of the Seahawks. It's a final in Pittsburgh. Steelers win it 22-0 over Cleveland. Minnesota undefeated 7-0, 31-27 over Buffalo. Carolina beat San Francisco 34-16. Tennessee holds Baltimore 14-6. Four games without a touchdown now for the Ravens. Eagles beat the Bears 13-9. Chiefs over the Rams 54-34. Kurt Warner a broken finger. Indianapolis over New England 30-23. Bengals beat the Broncos 31-21. Saints over the Falcons 21-19. Cowboys beat the Cardinals 48-7. Now this. If you bring your car into a Jiffy Loop to change your oil, you could find free gas without digging beneath the desert soil. Win free gas until your car no longer lives upon this earth. Drive to Lima 60 times, make sure you get your money's worth. Like antacids, double packs. Jiffy Loop helps gas attacks. Come to Jiffy Lube for your chance to win free gas for the life of your car. Or win $10, $50, or $1,500 in free gas. At participating locations, no purchase necessary. Promotion ends 1031. Must be 18 to winner. See JiffyLube.com for details. Void in New Jersey and where prohibited. I've got dry skin, itchy skin, and sensitive skin. Find me a lotion that helps all that. Introducing new Sensitive Skin Gold Bond Body Lotion. Unlike ordinary moisturizers, Sensitive Skin Gold Bond Lotion is specially formulated to be gentle to your skin. Plus, it's fragrance-free. Triple Action Sensitive Skin Gold Bond Lotion has a unique formula that moisturizes, soothes, and protects dry, itchy skin. And it's kind of sensitive skin. That's no ordinary lotion. Sensitive Skin Gold Bond Body Lotion. A kinder, gentler lotion. 
Now with a World Series preview, Mike Mancuso. Less than an hour away from first pitch as the Mets, who killed themselves with brainless base running last night, face Roger Clemens, Mike Piazza back behind the plate, Lenny Harris, DH. The Yankees have game one hero Jose Vizcaino back in the lineup tonight against lefty Mike Hampton. A lot cooler tonight here at Yankee Stadium for game two. Dale Jarrett won the Pop Secret 400. U.S. gets the President's Cup back. This is the CBS Radio Network. And recapping some local sports news for you, the Oakland Raiders just trounced the Seattle Seahawks out at the Coliseum this afternoon, beating uh, Seattle 31-3. The Niners lost to the Carolina Panthers in Carolina 34-16. Sports at 15 and 45 on KCBS All News 74. Sunny weather, cloudy weather, any weather. Forecasts every 10 minutes, 24-7. Count on it. Only from KCBS All News 74. KCBS News Time 418. Have a problem in Oakland right now. Michael Magali, tell us about it. And lots of heavy traffic mentioning the Raiders' victory over Seattle. Uh, quite uh, soundly defeating the Seahawks today. Lots of happy Raiders fans exiting the Network Associates Coliseum. North and South 880 going to feel the pinch and also couple that with the problems in San Lorenzo, which are still very much there. That southbound past Hesperian. Two right lanes reportedly blocked by a jackknife vehicle. Traffic is already back backed up from 98th Avenue, and now throw some 40, 45,000 Raider fans into the mix, and 880 is an area to avoid. San Ramon, North 680 before Bullinger Canyon, a solo spin-out reported there. A stall, Richmond-San Rafael Bridge, West 580 past the Toll Plaza. It's a Safeway delivery truck blocking the right lane. Southbound Golden Gate Bridge traffic backed up through the Waldo Tunnel, maybe back to Spencer or beyond. Northbound looks good. No metering lights, no backup reported at the Bay Bridge. And westbound 92, still a slow ride trying to get out to Half Moon Bay. Your next update, 428 on the traffic leader, KCBS. Our six-day forecast from staff meteorologist Mike Pegner looks like this. Sunny and warm tomorrow. The winds will be decreasing, which is good. A little cooler again Tuesday. Should be partly sunny and cooler Wednesday. And then Thursday through Saturday, we'll see mostly sunny skies with variable high winds. High clouds. And I'm sure the winds will be high, too. 76 degrees in Santa Rosa, Napa, 75, 73 in Concord, Oakland, 75, San Francisco, 74, Livermore, 71, and it's 74 in San Jose. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News, 74. KCBS News Time, 420. Muni's Board of Directors has launched a 30-day review of the four-year contract approved by drivers last Friday night. KCBS's Jenny Glick has more on the unveiling of that contract at a weekend meeting of the San Francisco Municipal Transportation Authority. A much lighter atmosphere Saturday afternoon as members of Muni's Board of Directors shook hands with union leaders and set in motion a 30-day waiting period, after which they will be able to vote on the tentative contract recently agreed upon by drivers. For Vice Chairman Enid Lynn, just getting to this day, was a huge relief. This was a good process for us to go through because even though it was hard and it was arduous, I think that um, uh, it focused us on a lot of things that needed to be done. Director of Transportation Michael Burns welcomed the public to take a look at the contract and disclosed some of its details. We also agreed with the union to a, uh, a new joint labor management board. We agreed to take 90 days to work together to come up with the structure for that board. Union President Ray Antonio says he is now looking forward to moving on. I'm glad that the, that, the, uh, that is now behind us and is now going to be submitted to the MTA Board of Directors for approval. In San Francisco, Jenny Glick, KCBS All News, 74. Meanwhile, there could be a big problem with the contract approved by Muni drivers. That's the word from the riders group Rescue Muni. Spokesperson uh, Andrew Sullivan says the contract is not in compliance with Proposition E that was passed by voters last year. One of the big things that everyone voted for last year in Prop E was um, that Muni would be judged based on the outcomes based on the quality of service. And there needs to be accountability at every level from the first the first new hire all the way up to the director. Sullivan says the agreement ratified by drivers does not include specific pay incentives for on-time performance. While it does include incentives for customer service, it does nothing to make sure Muni buses run on time. Meanwhile, Muni General Manager Michael Burns says the contract is in compliance with Prop E. Well, PG&E customers aren't the only ones having problems because of the high winds today. The winds are causing havoc with the Port of Oakland, which is now delaying the arrival 
of uh, probably the most talked about cranes here in the Bay Area. Four of the world's largest cranes, you've heard that story. Park spokesperson Port spokesman Harold Jones says the cranes were due to squeeze under the Golden Gate Bridge this afternoon in the Bay Bridge early Monday morning on a Chinese freighter. But even at low tide, high winds have created choppy waters that can make it too dangerous to try a pass. So the cranes have been forced to head back out to sea and wait a little longer. They're quite a ways out. They decided to go south. I guess it's a little rougher even out where they are. So those vessels or the vessel it took a southern route and probably will be about a 24-hour delay. Even under the best of conditions, the cranes would only have four feet of clearance under the Golden Gate Bridge and less than two feet of clearance under the Bay Bridge. KCBS News Time, 423. The following is a paid political announcement. Hey there, children. It's 8 o'clock. Do you know where your parents are? They're stuck in traffic. And Congresswoman Ellen Tauscher's done nothing to help. For four years, Ellen Tauscher served on the Transportation Committee in Congress. She's funded rail projects in other places like St. Louis and Salt Lake City. But when it comes to fighting for money for BART right here in the district, Ellen Tauscher hasn't brought home a dime. And when asked why the East Bay hasn't received our fair share for BART expansion, Ellen Tauscher's response, quote, It's not my job. Maybe Ellen Tauscher needs a new job. Claude Hutchison understands our traffic problems and the other issues facing the East Bay because he's lived here all his life. I'm Claude Hutchison. We need a congressman whose focus is on the East Bay, not Washington, who lives our problems every day. I'll go to Congress and make it my job to fight for the East Bay every day. From here, for here. Claude Hutchison for Congress. Paid for by Hutchison for Congress. And now this message from Dole Bananas, the goodness of produce with your greengrocer, Pete Carcioni. Hi, folks. The new crop of medjool dates from the Palm Desert has arrived, and they are wonderful. Dates have been cultivated throughout the Middle East for at least 5,000 years as an extremely important food crop for that region of the world. People who live in the desert often travel for days with little more to eat than a store of dates, figs, and flour. A dessert made with compressed dates sprinkled with sesame seeds adds polyunsaturated fatty acids and proteins, making this delicious snack into a virtual meal. Fresh medjool dates are a rich source of potassium with a high mineral content, especially iron. Carchoni. Remember, with Dole Bananas and Produce from Andronico's, you get outstanding Dole quality, freshness, and good nutrition. KCBS News Time 425. Time now for Ben Miller on Business. 20-somethings are proving to be among the most conservative risk-takers when it comes to managing their 401ks. Remember, I am Ben Miller on Business. 401k investors between the ages of 20 and 29 are much less likely than older workers to make fund exchanges on their accounts. It doesn't matter if their plan offers dozens of investment options. A report by Fidelity Investments shows that workers in their 20s hold fewer funds than any other workers under the age of 65. It also shows that only about half the young workers who are eligible to participate in their company-sponsored retirement plans actually do so. But the study shows that participation grows steadily thereafter, so that three of every four workers who are over 50 years old participate in a company-sponsored retirement plan. Financial planners say the challenge is to get more younger workers participating in their employer-sponsored plans sooner in their careers. Too often, they're focused on paying off school loans, buying a car, or saving for a house. And all this comes at the expense of saving for retirement. Brian Bandmiller for CBS News. Here's your slice of pie, hon. Look at that sliver of apple pie. It's a mere portion of something much greater, just like Megaband. Right now, they're only using a small slice of its capacity, only 14%. The rest is waiting. For what? Who knows? But it'll be ready. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet for your brain. A live wire ripping with information, entertainment, communication, sound, light, music, numbers, facts, friends. Sweetie, I've got one word for you. Decaf. Forget broadband. This is the Megaband fiber optic network from RCN. The live wire of communications. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, just filling in these darn mole holes. You know those little burrowing rodents? Deserve some respect. Under your lawn, they're building a massive network of tunnels connecting them to the rest of the mole world. But that's not the only network under all your crab rats. No. As we speak, there's a fiber optic network being built from the underground up. From scratch, it's all new, nothing barred, nothing rebuilt, repurposed, or refitted. And it's all coursing under your feet like a raging river of energy. Well, does it work on moles? Forget broadband. This is the Megaband fiber optic network from RCN. The live wire of communications. 
KCBS News Time 428. Well, I hear Michael Magali calling, and what do you got to say, Michael? <laughs> Slow traffic, lots of it, especially on the Nimitz, and it's a bad combination of things. We've been talking about the San Lorenzo problem. Again, it's South 880 past Hesperian. Two right lanes still reportedly blocked there as the cleanup continues. But now we have the fact that the Raiders game just let out recently within the last 20 minutes or so. Raiders a big win over Seattle today, and lots of happy fans uh, getting on to the college getting out of the Coliseum onto the Nimitz Freeway and look for slow going there in both directions, especially if you're headed southbound where it's already backed up from the site of this crash to at least 98th Avenue. Also heard from Pete with the phone force, that fire burning in Martinez, apparently getting worse not better. That's on the Carquinez Strait between Martinez and Port Costa. The Highway Patrol has McEwing Road shut down at Highway 4. There is a special traffic advisory issued there and the smoke and flames very visible from the Benin Bridge and also from Highway 4. Sounds like it's going to be there for a while. Your next update, 438 on the traffic leader, KCBS. And our KCBS Bay Area weather forecast for tonight, clear and cooler with decreasing winds, overnight lows in the mid-30s to low 50s. Now tomorrow, when you go back to work, it'll be a nice day. It'll be sunny, but definitely breezy and warm too. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News 74. Enjoy over 1,100 monthly minutes for only 30 bucks a month with Cellular One. Call theaters, restaurants, and friends without running out of minutes. So no reason to call is too small, no matter who you call. At Brazil Restaurant, feast your eyes on gentle, soothing waterfalls drawn amidst an elegant modern setting even before you're seated. Brazil Restaurant in Blackhawk, an experience worth savoring. While other kids play baseball, football, and basketball, the kid you'll meet tonight on 60 Minutes plays the stock market. So far, he's ahead by a half million dollars. His story, and one on how to get the right genes. That's G-E-N-E-S genes. Just surf the internet, click onto a sperm bank, place an order, and the next day, FedEx will deliver to your doorstep the sperm of your choice to help you make the baby of your choice. 60 Minutes, tonight on CBS. And if you can't watch 60 Minutes, you can certainly listen to it right here on KCBS All News 74, beginning at 7 o'clock. Listen for 60 Minutes. This is KCBS All News 74. All news, all the time. It's Sunday, October 21st, 2000. Actually, it's the 22nd. The Arab summit in Cairo is over. Israeli and Palestinians alike protest the outcome. Fires all over the Bay Area, including a large one in Lake County that burned over 3,000 acres. And a new program to fight elder abuse. Also ahead on KCBS, sports at 45 and financial news at 55. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Padilla, KCBS News Time, 431. There are protests in Egypt over an Arab summit declaration deciding not to take collective action against Israel. Dale Gavlak reports from Cairo. Thousands of Egyptian students are protesting in Cairo over the moderate results of the Arab summit. Arab leaders meeting in Cairo gave their backing to the Palestinian uprising and blamed Israel for continued violence. But they stopped short of tearing up peace deals and opted for suspending lower-level commercial ties with Israel. Arabs said they won't participate in any regional economic cooperation or conference with Israel until the violence stops and peace talks restart. A journey that seemed highly improbable just a few months ago has taken Secretary of State Madeleine Albright to North Korea. She's the first U.S. Secretary of State to visit that troubled country. Correspondent Bill Gasparini has the latest on efforts of Russian and Norwegian divers to recover the bodies of the sailors of that submarine, Kursk. Divers managed to bore two holes through the submarine's outer hull and remove rubber coating underneath. Now they plan to cut into the inner hull, which would allow them to enter the vessel's interior. But the operation may be delayed due to bad weather. Thick fog, rain, and high winds are already complicating the delicate underwater work. Eventually, the divers want to bring out the bodies of 118 crewmen who died when a massive onboard explosion caused the sub to sink in August. But Russian Navy commanders have said the entire recovery effort may be called off if the situation gets too dangerous. Bill Gasparini, CBS News, Moscow. Researchers in Seattle have found that salmon are able to adapt to new habitat faster than some other animals. What does it all mean? Well, Doug Esser tells us. 
It's been about 60 years since someone planted sockeye salmon from a river into Lake Washington. That's 13 fish generations. In that time, University of Washington researchers say the river fish learned to spawn on lake beaches, to act, and even look slightly different. Professor Tom Quinn says salmon adaptability is reason for optimism. What this research indicates is that given sufficient abundance and new habitat, salmon can adapt to it comparatively quickly. Similar changes in other species, such as insects, can take 100 to 200 generations. Doug Esser, Seattle. Actress and model Lauren Hutton has been seriously injured in a motorcycle accident. She was riding with other celebrities near Las Vegas when her bike ran off the road and crashed. Hutton, who's 55, suffered multiple leg fractures, scrapes, and bruises. Oh, bad accident. If you're visiting a government agency website, uh, they may be secretly tracking your Internet habits. Cigar Magani has more on that story. Thirteen agencies are doing it, and at least one is providing that information to a private company. That's according to a congressional review, which says the agencies range from the Federal Aviation Administration to the U.S. Forest Service. They use small text files called cookies, which record information about Internet users' browsing habits. The White House told all federal agencies in June they're not allowed to use the files without agency head approval. If they are used, website visitors are to be told about it. But the review showed the 13 agencies in question weren't telling net surfers about the technology's use. Sagar Megani, Washington. Well, British officers on foot patrol reportedly will soon be carrying guns to combat rising crime. And that's new for that country. Danny Wood has a story. Britain's tradition of a police force without guns could be about to change. The Sunday Times newspaper here reports that, like US law enforcers, police on foot patrols in the northern city of Nottingham are to carry pistols for the first time to combat rising gun crime. Geoffrey Bineman, a leading British human rights lawyer, warned that it could encourage more criminals to carry weapons. He pointed to the example of America, where he said everyone seems to walk around with a gun. Local police are happy that the policy is sending a strong message to criminals not to use weapons. However, local assistant chief constable Sean Price still hopes that England is a long way from permanently arming all its police officers. The unarmed Bobby on the beat looks set to continue. Danny Wood, London. Batter up. The Mets will try to even things up when they return to Yankee Stadium tonight for Game 2 of the World Series. More now for Ben Eagles. This one was a tough one for the Mets to lose. A Todd Zeal shot missed by inches of being a likely game-winning 2-1 homer, instead leading it to an out at home plate. The Yankees then overcoming a 3-2 deficit, winning it in 12 innings on Jose Vizcayano's base hit. Mets starting pitcher Al Light allowed just two runs the seven innings he worked. Of course, it's, it's so much harder to lose a game like this. I, I would much rather be standing here with you, accepting a good old country butt-kicking. Ed Ingalls for CBS News, New York. An old country butt-kicking, huh? KCBS News Time 436. Hapster without the legal hassles. This is Dave Ross with Chip Talk. A new service called Gotcha Port is hoping to provide an alternative to Napster that will pass any court test. Napster, the program which lets you share music files without restriction, is being sued by the record industry for copyright infringement since you can get just about any song ever recorded without paying. Gotcha Port allows you to share music, too, except it's not really sharing so much as lending. When you lend someone a file, they can listen to it only as long as you let them. You can take it back at any time, and once you do, the sharing's over. Gotchaport has also signed up music providers who'll provide music that's either free or has a free preview period, after which a message pops up asking for payment. But right now, the library's pretty sparse, and it's not clear what will motivate anybody to use it as long as services like Napster allow unlimited sharing. To check it out for yourself, www.gotcha, G-O-T-C-H-A, port.com, or get the link at shiptalk.com. This is Dave Ross. Thanksgiving is almost here. And with all that stuffing, simmering, basting, and baking, thinking about saving money isn't your first priority. So Albertsons has made it easy for you. That's why right now, for every $25 you spend, you'll get a free Albertsons turkey buck. The more Albertsons turkey bucks you collect by Thanksgiving Day, the bigger the discount you'll receive on any whole, fresh, or frozen turkey at Albertsons. In fact, you could even earn a free turkey. Imagine that, a free turkey. Plus, Albertsons has great prices on all the trimmings to make this Thanksgiving a true holiday feast. From freshly baked bread and pies to savory stuffing and gravy, your hungry guests are sure to be satisfied. So let Albertsons make this holiday one to remember and start collecting your free Albertsons turkey bucks today. They're our special way of saying thanks to you. See store for details and limitations that apply. Albertsons, it's your store for holiday savings. 
Buckle up. We're heading back to San Lorenzo right now. Here's Michael Magali. Looks like it's an improving picture there, slowly but surely. South 880 past Hesperian. We had that jackknife gravel truck. Now just the right lane is closed. They have reopened the second from the right lane. They had the two right shut down there for quite a while and couldn't come soon enough. We mentioned the Raiders game is out. Lots of extra traffic on the Nimitz. And traffic was already backed up from 98th Avenue approaching the scene of this crash again down in San Lorenzo. Hopefully they'll be getting that right lane open soon. In San Ramon, not sure if this is blocking a lane, but a solo spinout reported northbound 680 before Bollinger Canyon. We've also had reports that it was southbound. A crash in Pleasanton involving three vehicles, west 580 past Hacienda. Not sure if any lanes are blocked there. Shift down to the South Bay, northbound 87 at Julian Street. They're still clearing this two-vehicle crash, everything off to the shoulder. A number of sand attenuator barrels were damaged there at the scene as well. And up in Windsor, south 101 at Airport Boulevard, that two-vehicle crash still on the right shoulder. Your next update, 448 on the traffic leader, KCBS. Going to be clear and cooler tonight with decreasing winds, overnight lows in the mid-30s to low 50s. Tomorrow when you head back to work, it's going to be sunny, breezy, and warm. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News 74. Following is a paid political announcement. Tuesday, November 7th. Vote to reject an education system that allows 81,000 crimes to be committed in public schools each year. Reject a system where almost 50 cents of every education tax dollar never reaches the classroom. Reject a system whose students currently rank 49th of the 50 states in reading and math skills. Vote Proposition 38 Yes and reform all of California's schools, public and private. For parents, 38 Yes provides a real choice with strict accountability and more funding for better schools. For senior citizens, 38 Yes means less crime committed at the hands of high school dropouts. For taxpayers, 38 Yes means an end to waste, fraud, and abuse and puts a stop to higher taxes. For the children, 38 Yes means a better education and hope for the future. On November 7th, remember the kids. Vote 38 Yes. Political ad paid for by 38yes.com. School vouchers. It was a rainy night in the city. I pointed my cab uptown for a classy fare. As soon as she got in, the scent of jasmine with a hint of spice at the top and a citrus bottom made me swoon. That's quite a nose for a cabbie. It's a nose for news, sister. So what's the news? KCBS. KCBS? Sure, KCBS is the news. The whole news is nothing but the news. Traffic, weather, sports, and all the news all the time. Where you headed? You're smart, mister. I'm going wherever you're going. Yeah, well, life of a cabbie ain't exactly all champagne and goose liver. You're right. I'd miss the liver. Let me out here. Who's story? Except the stuff about the dame. But the radio part was gospel. You can count on it. KCBS, all news, 74. Checking the KCBS Bay calendar. You know, Halloween can be fun for people, but for pets, it can be stressful and even dangerous. The Marin Humane Society urges people to take care to keep their pets healthy and safe on and around October 31st. For more information, call this number, area code 415-883-4621. KCBS News Time, 441. A coalition of groups has joined forces in Marin County to fight the exploitation of seniors throughout California. KCBS's Fred Wayne has a story. The financial ripoffs take different forms, including the unauthorized use of ATMs and checks. It also extends over to the homes that they've worked uh, all their lives to pay for. Kim Petrini is the director of the California Community Partnership for Prevention of Financial Abuse based in Novato. She says that more than 100,000 seniors in the state are financially exploited every year. And the exploiters usually have close ties to the victims. 80% of those cases were perpetrated by family members or those close to or entrusted with the care of, of an elder. The community partnership is working to train employees of financial institutions to recognize and report the suspected financial abuse of elders. Petrini says the need is great because of California's growing senior population. Fred Wayne, KCBS All News, 74. San Francisco residents and merchants got an up-close-and-personal look this weekend at the city's program to clean up graffiti. KCBS's Bob Butler was all over that. The walls at Mark Cooperider's auto shop at 3rd and Harrison were covered with graffiti. He was glad for the free paint job. You're just going just gonna to paint over the graffiti. It's not that bad. Just, you know, just roll it. You know, get the same color and just roll it. But, uh, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a pain. Stephanie Cowan was more than happy to help stamp out graffiti. It's not called for. We didn't ask for anyone to come out and, and redesign the building, so it, this is letting them know that it's not welcome here. Sam Samtrunk says this gave him a chance to give back to his community. We want our city to look nice, and then, you know, doing this today is great. In San Francisco, Bob Butler, KCBS All News 74. For this week's listener appreciation program, KCBS and Headhunter.net want to give five listeners a workplace survival kit, including a laptop bag, travel mug, umbrella, KCBS t-shirt, and more. Headhunter.net, the convenient and confidential way to search over 250,000 jobs, can help you find a job that makes your commute worth the trip. Send your name, address, and daytime phone to KCBS, 1 Embarcadero Center, San Francisco 94111. And thanks for listening to KCBS, all news 74. CBS Tonight, a world premiere movie, a divorced mother falls for a stranger. Sissy's Basic, Bo Bridges, Songs in Ordinary Time, CBS Tonight. And that's what I've been saying all along. Look back at uh, page 55 in my proposal and you'll see. So here you are listening to whoever that is drone on saying the same thing the same way one more time for their own amusement. Don't they know you have a plane to catch? Well, they may not care about you catching your flight, but at Oakland International, we do. From your boardroom to boarding is all in stride, because from most points in the Bay Area, even from downtown San Francisco, it's faster to get to Oakland International Airport. And when you do get there, you can walk to your gate in minutes. There are over 150 flights daily with overall lower fares going to just about anywhere you want to go. So for your next trip, plan on leaving out of Oakland International. Because when you know that getting to your plane may be the easiest thing you'll do all day, it'll make the boardroom meeting a little more bearable. Your attention, people. You're not getting it. Let's look at page 55 again. Oakland International, the airport that works for you. Still to come on KCBS, artists say they're no longer welcome in San Francisco. And they want to know why. KCBS News Time 445. That's time now for the latest in sports. It's on the way. I'm Shelley Adler with a sports update. We're getting set for game two of the World Series with the Mets at the Yankees, the defending world chance with a one-nothing lead. Mike Hampton gets the start for the Mets. The Yankees turn to Roger Clemens, who beat Mike Piazza over the summer. I revisited the last couple of days a little bit. And um, you know, just from talking to different people, everybody just wants to kind of, you know push it behind and, and get you know, let it go. That's Roger Clemens. Let's go to the NFL where the Minnesota Vikings are the only unbeaten club in the league. They're 7-0. They beat Buffalo 31-27. One of the highlights, Gary Anderson setting an NFL record for most career points with 2,002. That's two more than George Blanda. Perhaps the best center who's ever played football, Mike Webster, snapped uh, the first 10 years of my career. So uh, guys like that, and I've had an awful lot of holders and guys blocking for me. So, it, you know, I'm, I'm the beneficiary today of a lot of hard work by a lot of guys and i'm really grateful to everybody who's been part of this well gary anderson and the vikings were winning the rams were losing their first of the season at kansas city 54 34 they also lost quarterback kurt warner he's got a broken pinky he's supposed to miss four to six weeks i'm gonna be at home praying to try to get back next week and uh you know i yeah i don't know i'm not uh i'm not saying i'm gonna be out for four weeks no i'm gonna be back as soon as i possibly can and i hope it's next week and uh if not next week the week after that and uh I'm going to take it one day at a time, but uh, I'll be at home praying and, and, and trying to heal on up. That's Kurt Warner of the Colts over New England, 30-23. to Cincinnati won its first of the season. They beat Denver 31-21. Dallas a winner against Arizona, 48-7. Tennessee top Baltimore, 14-6. It was the Saints over the Falcons, 21-19. Ricky Williams, 156 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Eagles beat the Bears, 13-9. Niners lose to Carolina, 34-16. Raiders beat the Seahawks, 31-3. That's your update. And recapping some local sports scores for you, we have the Carolina Panthers over the San Francisco 49ers, 34-16. to The Raiders over the Seahawks, 31-3. to Sports at 15 and 45 on KCBS All News, 74. Grand Prix Racing. The hottest Hollywood stars. A pro golf tournament. It's surprising what you can see from the backseat of a Cadillac Escalade. And you don't even have to look out the window. 
Because now, when you buy or lease a 2000 Escalade, you can get an onboard rear seat entertainment system, complete with a flip-down monitor, built-in TV tuner, video cassette player, and more. And because Escalade is the only luxury SUV with the executive assistance of OnStar standard, you can easily get directions, hotel reservations, even tickets to the hottest show. Visit your Cadillac dealer today for a 2000 Escalade with an onboard entertainment system. Rosen InView 2 system is warranted by its manufacturer. One-year OnStar premium contract is standard. Call 1-800-ONSTAR-7 for system limitations and details. The power of and the fusion of design and technology. Cadillac. KCBS News Time 448. Michael Magali wants to take us south. Yeah, we're getting calls from the phone force. Not only North 101 trying to get out of Morgan Hill into South San Jose, but South 101 also reportedly very slow trying to get into Morgan Hill. No problems as far as accidents or stalls blocking the roadway, but a lot of activity and just a lot of traffic on this Sunday afternoon. So slow going there. Westbound 92 still a slow crawl from 280 out to Half Moon Bay, in part largely because of the pumpkin farm. Also up to the North Bay, South 101 still very slow between Ronert Park into Petaluma. Likewise, westbound 80 is a slow ride as you make your way into the Bay Area towards Vallejo. Some other problems in the East Bay. A spin-out reported in San Ramon, North 680 before Bollinger Canyon. Also a three-vehicle crash west 580 past Hacienda. It appears that no lanes are blocked in either of those crashes, but the right lane still closed in San Lorenzo, south 880 past Hesperian after a jackknife big rig accident. It appears, though, they're in the final clearing stages there. Your next update, 458 on the traffic leader, KCBS. Our KCBS six-day forecast going to be sunny and warm tomorrow with decreasing winds, a little cooler by Tuesday. That coolness should continue all the way into Wednesday. Then by Thursday through Saturday, we'll see mostly sunny skies and variable high clouds. Right now, it's 76 in Santa Rosa, Concord 73, San Francisco checks in at 74. The same goes for Oakland. Hayward 74, and it's 74 in San Jose. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News 74. Click on the Ask the Expert icon on KCBS.com. Get answers by real-life experts from select sponsors, such as Dr. Panagatakis Hair Treatment Specialist. Powered by Broad Daylight on KCBS.com. The following is a paid political announcement. Her father ran a grocery store. Her mother worked as a secretary. Their example of determination, independence, and responsibility were lessons Ellen Tauscher would not forget. She worked her way through college and made her mark on Wall Street. She built a successful business and wrote a respected book to help parents find safe childcare. And when we elected Ellen Tauscher to Congress, she put those same lessons to work for our families. Ellen Tauscher introduced a law that will invest hundreds of millions of dollars a year to renovate and rebuild old and overcrowded local schools. And it's Ellen Tauscher who's brought leaders of both parties together to secure $33 million to fight traffic gridlock, including widening the Sunol grade and Highway 4. Ellen Tauscher. Determination. Independence. Responsibility. And that's why those of us at Ellen Tauscher for Congress are proud to have paid for this message. This is Ellen Tauscher, and I'm working hard to earn your vote. KCBS Newstime 451. Dozens of artists mourned what they call the passing of San Francisco culture in a mock funeral procession to City Hall yesterday. KCBS's Jenny Glick has a story. Procession started at Union Square and wound its way up Market Street. Over 100 protesters dressed in black convened angrily on the steps of City Hall, some directing their anger towards Mayor Willie Brown. We have a progressive thinking here. If every one of these candidates for supervisors gets elected, Willie Brown will have nothing to say. Performance artist Megan Miller marched for herself and for her friends. I'm here because, um, I think that it's important to sort of create a sense of community around this issue because people are too prone, I think, to sort of get, you know, down in their own situation. And it's important to realize that there are a lot of us feeling like this. The artists say if the city values artists, they should create affordable housing options for artists before artists leave, leaving the city culturally bankrupt. In San Francisco, Jenny Glick, KCBS All News, 74.
KCBS News Time 452. You know, one big question seems to be answered as the Warriors season opener approaches. Hal Ramey has a story on the KCBS Sunday Sports Special. And one Jameson seems fine coming back from the knee injury that shortened his season to 43 games last year. The third year forward is raring to go. He and Larry Hughes are finally on the court together, and there are many new faces as well. It's not just Larry. You know, it's, it's um, you know, Danny Forson, you know, Chris Porter, the rookie. I mean, we have a lot of guys that can really play and a lot of guys I haven't played with but uh, it's going to be exciting to play alongside Larry and you know to have Danny to have your back back there on the boards and things like that so we have a very exciting team and we have a talented team the thing is is that you know we had a a team that can win the last couple of years, but we didn't find a way to do it. So for us, we just got to find that chemistry and find a way to put things together and find a way to start winning basketball games again. How is it Dave Cowan's training camp different from what you experienced before? Oh, man. Uh, first of all, um, when he says you're going to do something, you're going to do it. Uh, he wants us to run, and that's what we've been doing the whole training camp. And, um, you know, that's one thing about Dave. If he preaches something, he's going to stick with it. Uh, if he preaches something and don't go the way it normally goes, he's not going to go away from it and try to do something else. He's going to stick with what he wants to uh, to get done. And uh, he's been successful as a player. He puts Charlotte on the map as a coach. And, uh, you know, we believe in uh, his effort and what he's trying to teach us 100%. The Warriors just renewed Jamison's contract through next season. The question is, can they keep him after that? Six straight losing years work against the team, and Antoine desperately wants things to change. I can't take it anymore, I can tell you that. Um... Uh, you know, the last couple of years, we had the opportunity to win games. You know, this year, we have the opportunity to win games. So it's not all about talking. It's about going out there producing night in and night out, not showing up for only 19 games and keeping close 10 games. Because, like I said, we're in a conference now where you have to play basketball. It's not one of those nights that, hey, you can pick and choose which games you want to do. You know, you're on the only teams, the Lakers in Portland can probably do that. So uh, I, I can't take any more losing. Uh, I can honestly tell you that now. Uh, I plan on being here for the rest of my career, but I can't take any more 19 games and losing 12 and 13 in a row because uh, that's a feeling I can't, I can't go through another year. With Antoine Jamison, Hal Ramey, KCBS All News 74. Big Brother may be as close as your office cubicle now that more companies are taking an active role in monitoring their employees' work activities. I'm Brian Van Miller on business. It used to be that some employers just kept tabs on their workers' phone conversations. Today, the boss can review email, internet connections, computer files. A recent study by the American Management Association finds nearly three of four major U.S. companies monitor their employees' activities on the job. And managers are quick to take action when employees use resources inappropriately. This past year, one out of five workers was dismissed for misusing office equipment. Employees haven't had much luck arguing that such oversight violates their privacy rights. That's because the courts typically side with employers pointing out that it is their equipment that's being used. But that hasn't stopped workers from filing legal challenges. It's too early to say how this will all shape up. But the best policy is to assume that nothing you do or say at work is ever private. Brian Banmiller for CBS News. Let's take 60 seconds to talk about people who wear hats. Why? Because it helps to illustrate a very important subject, saving energy. That's right, most of the energy on a human being is lost through the top of the head. The why and how is too complicated to go into here, but it's true. The hat keeps energy from escaping by covering that part of your head. And if you can understand that, you can understand the concept behind the Energy Star label. Yes, when you see that label on an electronic product, you'll know that product saves more energy than one without it. And because you're saving energy, you're saving money. And furthermore, using Energy Star products will help everyone in your neighborhood get his or her supply of power when the demand is high. So next time you see anyone wearing a hat, stop them, introduce yourself, and tell them if they're really so concerned about saving energy to go out and buy an Energy Star label product. They'll get all the energy-saving benefits of the hat, but they won't end up with hat head. So remember, always look for the Energy Star label, because money isn't all you're saving. The CBS Sunday Night Movie. Marie was a divorced mother trying to raise a family on her own. I'm tired of never getting ahead. Until a mysterious stranger entered her life. I think you were sent to me. But is he out to steal her heart? I don't deserve you. No, you don't. Or her money. I didn't hear from you in over a week. I'm sorry. Why can't you see what a con man he is? Sissy Spacek. Why did you lie to me? Bro Bridges. I went so badly to please you. A world premiere movie. Songs in Ordinary Time. CBS Tonight. You grind your teeth when you sleep? As a dentist, I've seen the damage that nocturnal teeth grinding can cause. 
morning headaches, tooth loosening, even tooth loss. I'm Dr. Gene Wagner, and that's why I've developed the Doctor's Night Guard. The Doctor's Night Guard works like the mouthpieces that I fit for my patients. The difference is you fit it yourself, safely and easily, and save hundreds of dollars. You'll save money, dentist visits, and maybe even your teeth. Available at Osco, Save-On, CVS, and Walgreen. Did you hear what John Madden said on KCBS? His nickname's Stinky. He's an offensive lineman. He's out of Alaska. He's just you know, one of those guys that stuff happens to, and they operate on him, and then he throws a little dirt on it and goes play. John Madden, weekdays at 8.15 on KCBS All News 74. KCBS News Time 458. Uh, the beautiful city of Sausalito has a problem right now. <laughs> Michael Magali, what is it? Yeah, it's a stall. It's South 101, right at the Waldo Tunnel, and traffic is jammed up there anyway. It looks like they're trying to clear this vehicle off to the shoulder, and the slowdown may extend as far back as Spencer, maybe further back as you get through the tunnel headed down towards the Golden Gate Bridge. Northbound is looking pretty good, though. Westbound Bay Bridge, no backup, no metering lights, a peak at the KCBS Panasonic traffic cam, and it's rolling around Hospital Curve. No problems there. The right lane is still closed, South 880 past Hesperian and San Lorenzo. Final clearing stages of that jackknife big rig accident. Traffic is really slow, though, backed up into Oakland. And, of course, lots of Raiders traffic as well. Your next update, 508, traffic leader, KCBS. And our KCBS Bay Area weather forecast, tonight it's going to be clear and cooler with decreasing winds, overnight lows in the 30s and 50s. Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on KCBS All News 74. It's Sunday, October 22nd, 2000. Some of the stories we're following for you. Fire, fire everywhere around the Bay Area today, including a big blaze in the Oakland Hills. Strong weekend winds cut off power for tens of thousands of Bay Area residents. And Game 2 of the World Series about to get underway at Yankee Stadium. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Padilla, Tom Lippy, and Robert Foote at the KCBS Editor's Desk. CBS News is next on The Hour. Serving the Bay Area with all news, all the time. KCBS, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose. An Infinity Station. This is KCBS. It's 5 o'clock. Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, Find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.